0: There's a Think Act Get um, podcast intro in there somewhere,
1: and we're come to the end of the show. It's Q and A, Q&A, right? Correct, but we're going to record that. I got to pee <laughs> unbelievably badly. <laughs> <laughs> you take the well, first couple of questions. Well, I can't wait eight minutes. I'm going to take the questions. I'll be right back. Uh, this, is a, this is a world first, folks.
0: Welcome to Think Act Get with James Schramko and Ezra Firestone. What you think determines how you act, which results in what you get. So join in now as we discuss how you can think differently, act faster, and get high performance results in your business.
1: This is a very controversial intro. That is, some people love it, some people don't love it. I created it, so I love it. But uh, <laughs> I think people
0: don't like it uh, if they're Australian.
1: I know, I know, and I did, I specifically had my one. Australian uh, voiceover artist come in special for this to impress you to say I can do this and you know didn't work out so well for me
0: <laughs> well it's like that thing it it's um as an Australian it's kind of it's a really flat um you know like, may- a, like a tone deaf female sound
1: maybe she's been in the States so long that she's lost her yeah her you she's probably sounds she sounded great I was so excited about it all
0: right so Um, We're just going to roll on. All right. If we can, I've actually, I don't even have slides anymore. (laughs) Can we just have my slides back? Beautiful. Righto. So, anyway, what will happen is the the audio will get edited later and it'll be all dropped in. Yeah. We generally don't play it. I wanted to play it. It was going to be awesome. And uh, we put the track to the audio engineer, but it didn't happen. Episode 21. Oh, you, you should, we should, we should welcome the show. Yeah. You always welcome it. Yeah.
1: Hi there, listener. Welcome back to another episode of Think, Act, Get. Ezra Firestone here with my co-host, as always, James Ramko. James, how are you, man? Good. How are you going? I'm doing really well, thanks. This is our 21st episode, and we are talking about podcasting. Now, podcasting is fast becoming one of the most popular media formats, and it's it's a medium amongst entrepreneurs, intellectuals, art school students, People with the goal of furthering their knowledge in any one specific area. And we believe that this is the medium of the, of the future. We believe that uh, more and more people are going to consume information in this format. So what we're looking at in this episode is our podcast. What are they really? Where did they come from? Why the sudden resurgence? How did we build a number one podcast? And how could they possibly be affecting your business and your life? That's what we're looking at in this episode of Think, Act, Get.
0: Sounds like fun. All right, Ezra, now you normally put a story together for us.
1: Uh, What do you got? Well, I thought it'd be nice to talk about how TAG came together. And I had been wanting to do a podcast for a long time because I'm a student of marketing. I'm a student of what's effective from the perspective of how do I engage with a group of people. And this is a medium that I saw that was working really well. And uh, I'm a member of Silver Circle, which is a mastermind group that's run by Shrammy. And it's a fantastic mastermind. We've talked a lot about masterminds on this show. If you're interested in, in masterminds, it's one to check out. And I noticed in there that he was starting up a new podcast. He'd po- he made a post saying, hey, I'm thinking about starting a new podcast. And I said, hey, man, I'll co-host that with you. And I think there's a lesson in that, which is I had no experience in podcasting. I just knew that it was something that I wanted to do. And I think you've got to be willing to reach out and ask for what you want. Because had I never asked for that, we, this probably wouldn't have happened. You probably wouldn't have thought. It would, just wouldn't have come up if I hadn't been willing to ask for it. And um, and and there's no reason he should have said yes, given my experience level. with him. Mean, why did you say oh, why yes? Why are you
0: telling me that now? Like, <laughs> hang on. What's that noise? Did you hear something? That,
1: no. It's like laughter. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. We did hear it. Uh, so, yeah. Think, what's, what's going on? Well, we are sitting uh, at FastWeb Formula 4, which is an event we've been talking about for quite a long time. We've got 125 beautiful people here with us who laugh and we thought, yeah. Hey. So this is a live, live podcast. This is live. No pressure. <laughs> uh,
0: so why did I say yes to Ezra, uh, even though I shouldn't have, according to Ezra? Well, I mean, you had no reason to. Well, let's let's go back to the situation. I have another podcast or two or three, and I like the medium. I was introduced to it by Timbo Reed, who was doing small business big marketing, and he invited me to go on his show as a guest. And that was their most popular episode, and we both made sales. So we realised there was a commercial aspect to it, and he invited me to join a podcast. So we came up with Freedom Ocean, which is a great podcast, it's where a lot of my very best customers have come from it's well regarded and my challenge with it has been it's gone through a few iterations and there was even a point where Timbo lost his mojo and remember he wanted to stop and me being the, uh, it's good to have backup sort of guy that I am, I'm thinking <laughs> I should start another podcast and get that going because I don't want to stop it, I like it but I want to record every week. I could even record more often, but Tim was not able to record every week. So my frequency was out of sync, and I was missing it. So I wanted to start another one, and where better to fish for a co-host than the most uh, prolific group of entrepreneurs within my closest circle, inside Silver Circle. And what I liked about you is that you balanced out the partnership in a few ways. One is you're quite different to me in pretty much every possible way. Uh, but then we've got some things in common. We, have, we share some value systems. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, physical appearance, location-wise, even um, business areas that we work in are quite different. So it's good when you're looking for a partnership to find uh, where you can leverage
1: the partnership and get new markets. I think that's a fantastic point about partnerships which I'm becoming less and less fond of as you convince me of that. But that uh it's good to partner with people who have different skill sets than you. I've been in a few partnerships where we both were bringing similar skill sets to the table and that gets th- to be a little difficult.
0: It's almost the it's almost the only reason to have a partnership is if you can't possibly achieve it any other way. Yeah. So Ideally, in in normal business scenarios, it's better to own the race course and to hire if you can, but it doesn't work that way so well with this. And when we delve further into this topic, you'll see that the way that I treat a podcast is more of a traffic front end than a product. And we'll also show an interesting case study that revolves around Ezra's product and a decision that I made that I don't think many people would have made that will probably cost money to me now, but will bring me more fruit later. And this is totally consistent with my lifetime customer value approach and the fact that I don't have to compromise. A
1: decision I did not expect you to make because I made the antithesis of that offer and you were like, no, dude. Oh, yeah. So
0: we're going to... You know, I wonder what that... That's like a mystery now. We have yeah, to, we gotta, we'll have. We're we'll gonna. fulfill on that. I, I reckon I have 125 people remind us if we forget. All right. So that's why I said yes, because I wanted to... I wanted to develop a new show. It had to be different to the one I already had. I already podcast from Superfast Business. I already had Internet Marketing Speed, and I'm merging those two together because they're quite similar. And I already had Freedom Ocean, but that was on a different premise and a different setup. In that show, I'm the expert, and Tim was the guy asking the questions. In this show, I wanted someone who I could consider an equal because I knew that that was causing the lack of sustainability of the other show. Now, Freedom Motion still goes. It still rocks. And it's still a great show, but it's less frequent in terms of recording. And we're going to show you some of our behind-the-scenes stats, some analytics, some download stuff. Uh, We'll share some of those uh, results in this episode so that you can see what we've been able to achieve in a reasonably short time. And also state there are people out there doing... A way better job than us. People like uh, John Lee Dumas, for example, has gotten a lot more downloads, a lot faster, a lot more content. However, um, it must be said that we've still been commercially. Quite this is what good. I want
1: to say: is take. I love John, and he is brilliant, and he's doing quite well monetizing his podcast. But if you look at how well we're monetizing this podcast, yeah. I would say that we're doing. Quite well in that area. Well, we still
0: have other businesses, and I think you know if you wanted, if you would wanted to just only do a podcast, and you were prepared to um, burn the fuel. What John's done is great, and you should look up his podcast, Entrepreneur on Fire. And uh,
1: I think we've both been on there as guests, and I listened to it. I love his show. He's 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 fantastic.
0: Yeah. So anyway, but that's enough about John Lee Dumas. Uh, (laughs) Did invite him here, but he's going to come next time. All right, so moving on we're going to be sharing some of the concepts around um, the show and the idea and
1: stuff yeah so how do we create tag? Well, we made a deal when we when we came into this partnership we that's another thing about partnerships is it's very good to have clear terms up front so that everyone knows what's on the table and and the deal we made was that I would produce the uh, Outline or the content or the concepts for the show, and we would record it together. And James would be we would and James would be responsible for taking that taking what we record and turning that into a podcast.
0: Yep. So I came into it with a, an understanding of what is required for a podcast the the frameworks we we discussed, but I knew the bits that uh, Tim was doing for Freedom Ocean was coming up with the ideas for the show, and I liked that. And I didn't really like the idea of having to plan it. So I turn up to the show with. Out any planning at all. I just look at the Google Doc as we turn it on. So I like the instantaneous challenge. I like not knowing about it, as I don't I didn't know about this until half an hour ago uh, when I was <laughs> just putting the, the Google Doc into some slides so that we could have a look at them from the platform. Um, the thing is, with the partnership, that it's really important to cater for when things go well. And... You know we hear a lot about when partnerships go bad, but we don't hear a lot about when partnerships go well and and they can be very expensive when they go well when you want to stop a partnership. so we set up an agreement of what would happen in the instance that we stopped the show since i uh, I know there's things like assets like the database that we build there is the website there there is uh, you know i p and property
1: yeah so we we just we came to an agreement on. All of the things that we could foresee as all of we, we mocked up or we thought about what could potentially happen and we put in writing. I mean, it wasn't like this formal contract or any of this crazy stuff. We just said, hey, this is the deal.
0: And I think going through the process of just actually documenting it and discussing it gets you feeling that you're on the same page. And you do have to put energy into something like this. And when you're putting in too much energy and not feeling that it's balanced out, then you you start to build up resentment resentment. (laughs) and stuff. uh, stuff. So we wanted to avoid that. And we've both been working hard with this. And by by hard, I mean we turn up each week and we record something. And that's really what we wanted to do, is find someone who could do that. Considering we're on the opposite side of the world and we're both busy, uh, then it's been a good achievement.
1: Yeah, and sometimes it's been difficult to... Have consistency on the time we record, mostly because of me. You're usually pretty good about it. I'm always changing the time, and well, I'm, I'm flexible. <laughs> like I'm
0: actually happy to have someone turn up to the call that I can actually record with. So, um, so what it does sounds it? Sounds funny. Is I mean, like I've got my other show, Superfast Business, is me, and I can create as much content as I can think of, and I do. Like I, I'm doing something pretty much every day. So. It's really something. It's, it's something different. It's a, it's a different, and we've talked on previous episodes. You bring out a different side to me. He brings out my softer side, and um, <laughs> he's made me well, become a better person in he, terms of appreciating things and acknowledging. And,
1: and, and you know what we're talking about on this show relates to. And look, this is a business focused. It's an entrepreneur focused uh, group of people that we have that follow us. But the cool thing about business owners and entrepreneurs is you we and you are are thinking about more than just business. You're thinking about your life and you're thinking about the other people in your life and the effect that you're having on them. And this show is more focused on lifestyle, honestly, if you actually go back and listen to it all, uh, than it is on business. But it turns out that by paying attention to how to have a more pleasurable life and how to have better relationships with the people in your life, you end up having a more successful business too. So it's a different focus from any of the
0: other shows well, yes, as well. it's even different than what I thought. I didn't think we'd be talking about some of the topics we've already covered. <laughs> like Some of the ones we're going to go. Well, you know, like bananas yeah, and so ears. We'll never live that one down. Noses. And you'd have to listen to the shows too. Running away from cults. There's plenty of things that, <laughs> that we've covered that I never
1: expected. So what does it actually take from a technical perspective to produce and create what we have done with Think Act Kit?
0: Right. Well, let's, let's start with um, the microphone. Mm. We've already talked about... Um, to, to run through the show, we use Google Docs. Yeah. So that's an online sharing thing. We, um, Ezra types it up and we both open it up on our browser and we record at the same time each side of the conversation and uh, that's, that's pretty much how that works and that's what we're actually working off right now, a Google Doc. And we use a microphone... Each. We both have exactly the same mic now, I think. Rode Podcaster. Have a Rode Podcaster. It's R-O-D-E, Podcaster. And that's a USB fitting. It works on anything. And what I like about it, and there's lots of all, all types of microphones, but what I like about it is that it really filters out the background noise better than a lot of other mics. And that's important if you're in a noisy environment. We're not in a professional studio. Um, and when I'm on the road, uh, not R-O-D-E, but R-O-A-D, if I'm road traveling... Here. Then I take a portable recorder, and I'm using a Zoom H4N, and there is also a smaller one. And there's, <laughs> it's on, you know. Oh shoot! So uh, that's fine. It's like a kid. Uh, so the the Zoom is is very robust. It's um, it's uh, able to be it's able to receive cables from other microphones, and you can dial up and down the sensitivity, and it can handle a good quality recording
1: and that's what i use for videos and audios when i'm out and about so we've got your outline for the show so you know what you're that you're going to talk about we've got the device that you're recording into which is a usb microphone what else
0: well we have a premise like we know what what the show's about yeah we know who's involved and and what we each bring to the table what our objective is what the objective is, like what out, what outcome, what result are we trying to get here, and, um, and then we're rolling. So we're going to need a few bits and pieces, and we're going to roll through those little bits and pieces now. Uh, when we record the show, we're using Core Recorder for Mac, and I also take a backup using a ScreenFlow, but you could use um, Audacity or Adobe if you've got the really good stuff. And generally, if we get a clean line, I will use my side of it for the whole show. Most of the time. Most of the time we get a good clean line and I'll actually still split the tracks and send them off for balancing and editing. And we actually have an editor. I don't do this anymore, but in, in our standard operating procedure, we have a folder with all the audio tracks which are numbered one through to 13 and it's the pre-intro, the intro, uh, there's little sound bites for the sections of the show and they get layered in. So by the time someone's listening to this episode, it's already got those things in there. Any ums and ahs that we say...
1: just makes us sound fancy.
0: Yeah, a little bit fancier. Which is what we want. will be cleaned out. Uh, If I swear, uh, well, we have to work out how to treat that. (laughs) It's been decided. We're bleeping it out. You told me, right? Well, I think they've done it, but the comments... a, a contrary, well, yeah. Now like, people so don't want us to bleep it out. They don't want it. In fact, someone said, "Don't even, <laughs> don't just cut the swearing out and the bleeping, so people don't even know that you swore or bleeped." But anyway, we'll get to that. After the after the editing, because we're not fancy pants sound engineers, what we do is just load it up to Orphonic, and that just cleans up the sound even more and it balances out both sides of the conversation and it can determine the difference between voice and music. So it leaves the music alone and it just works on the voice side of it. Wow.
1: All
0: right, and uh, then we load that finished product up to Amazon S3 and you can... It's really cheap. It's very, very cheap to stream music from there. There are other providers, but I don't use any of them. Mm. Yeah, so anyway, uh, Amazon S3 Web Services. You load up the um, MP3 file, and what that will do is give you an MP3 that you can then put on the website. And on our website, we're using a plugin called Blueberry Podpress, and it's really cool. It, like, gives you the instructions on how to submit your show, and you need some artwork and um, we end up with a website where each episode we usually just use one name to label the episode. That's our own little
1: that, cool code. That just kind of happened, and it's really nice. It happened
0: because I was going through a minimalist phase where I just didn't, I just didn't want anything unnecessarily yeah. over the top, and it mightn't be the greatest for SEO or whatever, but we can still control that with titles. But but this thing's I, working. I think it's awesome. It looks clean and nice and there's a complete you, you, you list of you every You know episode. what you're going to get. It also keeps us on topic. And the purpose of our site is somewhere where people can go and, and find out about it, like it actually gets Google results. Uh, it's also, it's it does something that I've... Tell people not to do necessarily on normally on their site. It does link to our Facebook profiles. Mm. And that's because this show is a joint venture. And the goal of this show is to send people back to our own products. Yeah. And. It's a traffic source It's a traffic source. So if they can go on and uh, if they can join the RSS feed, if they can join the iTunes, if they can go to our Facebook and become a a fan, that would be in our interest. But I'm going to show some stats or share some stats that uh, are interesting about how people are consuming the show because it's not all coming from the
1: website. And I want to point out one thing about how this website is structured. Our goal when someone comes to this site is to get them to Listen to an episode. We don't so much care about anything else. And that's why it is structured the way that it is. It's very easy to click on an episode and listen to it. We don't have a lot of fancy stuff going on. It's uh, very simple. And oftentimes, from a conversion perspective, simple is better.
0: Yeah. And we also encourage people to join our opt in. And I've got some conversion stats on that as well. So the opt in box appears on every single page. It's um, a very simple offer. You get an alert when there's... We've got, you put a welcome gate on this? It has got a welcome gate. So when someone comes to the website for the very first time, usually it's just asking for their details first, but they can skip it. They can go past there if they want. If they're, on, they're already on the list and they enter it again, it still takes them back to the site. It doesn't really change anything. But that's not actually how people are listening to our show so often, which is it's quite true. interesting. It's true. So... Once we've got the episode recorded with our mic, we've had it edited, we've cleaned it up, we've loaded it up to Amazon, we put it on the Blueberry um, plugin, we post it, and, and by we I mean the team. <laughs> we don't do anything except sit there and talk and put the recording to Dropbox. And just a note: the Blueberry plugin automatically sends it to iTunes. Yeah, when you when you publish the post, it just loads up to iTunes, which is really cool. That's nice. So. Um, A few little techniques we found that have helped us to get ahead. One thing is find someone who is successful and mention them. Mention their name in the podcast. And then when the podcast goes live, send them a note or a tweet or a Facebook or an email and say, Hey, I'd I'd mention you in this podcast. What do you think they do
1: then? then They share it with their, their customer base and their list. And people like to be talked about. People love it, man. They want you to talk about them. They want your attention on them. We talked about that in the attention episode. If you can pay attention to people, you will go very far in life.
0: Yeah. And another thing that automatically happens is when the show appears in iTunes or uh, on Apple TV, which is an interesting way that people are starting to consume the show, it will show the related podcasts underneath the show. And that means that your show will also probably show as a related podcast to their show. Let's look, at super fast business. Yeah, so this is actually an audio show, so we'll have to probably explain. Edit, edit. Um, Ezra is looking at a screenshot of the Apple TV and underneath Think, at Get is my other podcast. In fact, I can see two of them there. So the chances are I'm actually starting to increase my market share of potential cross-promoted traffic. But also, Think At get, get is probably showing under my podcast, so my own customers are coming back to the next show. So if Ezra has a podcast too, which you do have... At, and it shows.
1: Yeah. I've checked it.
0: What's it called,
1: Ezra? Smart Marketer Podcast. Yeah. The Smart Marketer. I don't know. <laughs> well,
0: it's your show. <laughs> okay. Let's see what I've got to work with here, folks. It's, it's tough. <laughs> so you, you, you're popping up in the related shows, and... um Ezra because he still has a facebook advertising account will sometimes promote the best episodes
1: i do I, I like to you know i like i like to uh show off essentially and if i if we do an episode that I think is really fancy and really cool and and that people will really enjoy, then I will boost it up with some facebook ads but that's been such a small portion of our traffic it's not even, it's so minimal the amount of traffic we're getting is not coming from Facebook though i do I do that.
0: I'm expecting now we'll start to get traffic from people just on the street uh, as they check out our amazing T-shirts. That's right. What do you That's think right. of the T-shirts, folks? Uh, so, well, I, I think we ought to have Greg stand up here. Yeah, this Greg here is... Um, we didn't ask him for these T-shirts. He just <laughs> made them and sent them. So we want to say thanks, Greg. Yeah. Was, and in fact, the, in, interestingly... This is a new logo. Um, we didn't ask him to redesign our logo, but the old one was kind of <laughs> crap. So we just ran with it, and um, we changed the iTunes logo and our website based around Greg's T-shirt design. We look like a really fancy softball team from the 60s. Now, Which we were just curious. Cool. We thought we actually have a couple of spare T-shirts, and we thought it would be cool to give back to some of our best fans. And I was just wondering, if you got, have you got a, a medium there? I got a
1: medium here. Me a medium. The, that's a large. Oh, I've got a large here. <laughs> Here's a medium. This, this, this is going to be hectic.
0: There's a medium. All right. So we're wondering if um, Ethan's mum's in the crowd here. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, we'd we'd like to give a T-shirt to Ethan, our, our little uh, Minecraft-loving listener. We should give one to Sue Ellen too. Hey. Give one to her too. And one for mum as well. So... We want to give back to the community. What we'd love to, we'd love to see a picture sent with someone wearing these. You, you can blur out the face. We're not trying to market off children or whatever, but <laughs> we, um, you know, any parent would probably feel warm and fuzzy right now. Has
1: anyone in here listened to every episode? All right, we'll stand up if
0: you have. All right, and um, and it, you can stay standing if you've commented or left a review on any episode. So if you haven't commented or left a review, just sit down. <laughs> So, you can sit down because you already have the T-shirt, Greg. <laughs> this guy's keen, isn't he? Uh, well, gosh, there's a lot of people Has anyone to...
1: left a speak pipe?
0: Okay, sit down if you haven't left a speak pipe. We've got someone standing.
1: Well, I think they should both get one. Yeah,
0: yeah, come on up. That's
1: nice. You, you left a speak pipe, right? No, oh, it doesn't oh. count. <laughs> oh, the competitor. Wow, you want okay? All right, come on, man. You get one,
0: yeah, yeah. Like, we can cross promote All right, right
1: all right.
0: We're just uh, fair enough. Note to Timbo, we're handing out a thinker get to a Freedom Motion listener.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got one more. We do have one more. We might we'll hang on to that for a second, okay? Something special. Maybe we give it to the Grange winner, yeah. That's special, yeah. yeah. There you go. So, that's this. You can still submit your videos up until nine in the morning. And Ezra and Clay will be choosing a winner, and you'll win a bottle of Penfolds Grange plus I think I a t-shirt. t-shirt. So we've probably lost all of our normal listeners who aren't at the show today. Well, um, we will. Um, the, you could get. We'll make the ability for them to get a t-shirt online. Don't you think? Well, I, th- I think you should do an e-commerce store for t-shirts, for tag t-shirts, because um, that's supposedly your
1: competency. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, you, at some point, listener, if you go to thinkactget.com. There will be the ability for you to purchase a T-shirt. Wait, well, we should get a
0: round of applause to Ezra for that. Yeah, it's like, gee, I'm glad we're recording this. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so we think it's a traffic this podcast. Now, there are people who sell podcasts, who sell them by the episode or subscription model, and they and some people do really well with this. But in our case, it's uh, it's definitely in line with my idea of. Try to reach more people by making it free, and by utilizing that Apple platform because it's not going to be google slapped I'm not going to be facebook slapped uh, it's another way to get listeners that's outside the normal SEO it's outside the the normal um, forum
1: marketing it's just another channel you, you know if we take this to a higher level of how you sell people things, one of the most effective ways to Sell, sell someone something, anything, is to first tell them everything that you know about that topic. And then second, tell them everything that you know again about that topic. And then when they still want more from you, you offer a product for sale that includes basically either systematize or productize everything you've already told them. But th- this whole freemium model is so effective because what you're doing is you're building trust and you're showing people that it's, it, you know, this model. Yeah. I mean, this is your business. Free and then, Yeah. It's it's a good one.
0: Uh, So we do talk about our products, and it's kind of like we're our own sponsor. Another model is to get a sponsor to come in and sponsor the show. And I'm kind of of the, um, well, you know, I like to control things, I suppose. I'd rather sponsor my own show. Yeah. I'd rather that uh, I sponsor my own events because I think, well, if I would sell this space to someone else. Can't I be using it? If it's well, that valuable, they're great customers for me, and I'd rather just um, promote my own products and services, and that's where I've taken over that marketing role, and it works well for both of us. Now, up until now, it's worked quite well for me because Ezra's always talking really nicely about Fast web Formula and my SEO services, and Silver we, Circle, and Silver. Oh, he's a massive Silver Circle fan, um, and who could blame him? But the thing is. <laughs> Now it's Ezra's turn and he's got a product out uh, about e-commerce and we will talk about that in just a minute. But the other thing is we have a joint product now. It's time for us to start developing joint products and we're doing a retreat which we start talking about now because it's coming up. And that's where we do something together. We share the profits. So when it's my products, Ezra doesn't get a cut. When it's his product, I don't get a cut.
1: And that's that's the partnership side of it. And that's how it works. And let's talk about the value of the podcast for a second. So we create all this content. We put it out there in the ways we've just talked about. We engage a community. We then talk about products and services that we have. I've got a few members of my mastermind group that came from this podcast. I have quite a few people who have uh, purchased e-commerce services from me who came from this podcast. 40 Brown Box Formula members. Come through this there link so far. Uh, so it's a very effective. I think you could add
0: a, a few members to that. Just now, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah probably. So uh, we also get invitations from this podcast, and um, it's it's sort of popped us up on other people's radars. So they set, invite us to things, or it's exposure. Make t-shirts. I know, That's but awesome. you know what? If you like these t-shirts, Greg has got some cards and. Um, Brochures out there on the table, and I'm sure I'd be happy to design something for you as well. And for those of you listening, it's studio-one dot com dot au. It's studio-one dot com dot au. Thank you, Greg. All right, let's have a look at some of the stats. Um, There's a few ways that we can measure the success of the podcast, other than just like. inbound T-shirts. We, we had another T-shirt contribution today as well. so it, it's um. So, yeah, someone brought a sweatshirt. It's it was in very the water. Cool. Uh, so we want to acknowledge that as well. So with um, Blueberry, they actually have a an, an ability to track and what you do is you create a redirect URL um, with their service and then it, you tell it where your Amazon link is and it, it just seems to track downloads. And other ways to track are the iTunes charts and then there's your Google Analytics of course and your Your rankings, both with the SEO and um, on other things like Stitcher, there's another way that people can consume audio, which we have actually subscribed to. This is, I think, the only other one that we do use. And then there's, of course, the actual number of subscribers. So I wonder if our listeners would like to know those stats.
1: I mean, I think it would be interesting to know how many people listen, how many people are on the email list, and how what those numbers have turned into for us, like we just talked about from a monetary perspective. Yeah, okay. Uh,
0: so let's let's have a look at this. Um, firstly, we should say that we did actually reach number one at, at um, in the iTunes business section. Which is so, incredible.
1: Yeah, it's, it's good. We did well. We just rolled off the couch and now we're number one.
0: <laughs>
1: How does that happen? Rolled off the couch, didn't we? I mean, yeah, we were chilling uh, on the couch. Would you like to
0: right? care to demonstrate that? No, please don't. Um, I wasn't surprised because in, in Australia, we were, we were sort of surfing off the back of Freedom Ocean and my other one, Super Fast Business and Internet Marketing Speed. We hit
1: number four above Oprah in health first in the US.
0: Right, and we also got, I think, third in health in Australia as well. Mm. So uh, we, I've had four number one podcasts in Australia and actually if you count ones I've been involved with, that are not mine but I've helped other people with, there's actually quite a few more. But um, those things are private arrangements, so I won't take public credit for them. I'll just talk about it. So um, (laughs) analytics. I'm looking at a period here of um, just the last uh, six Six months. months. And um, what we'll see is sort of a growth pattern. Over that six months, we've had nearly 8,000 visits to the site uh, in the analytics but we shouldn't be alarmed about that. It doesn't sound like a big stat because it's not really where people are listening to us
1: no, and it's not so much about the visits to the site. it's about the consistency. One visitor could be worth could listen to all twenty episodes on their
0: apple device exactly that they, they might find us there, but then they be, they become engaged, but then you know I'm sure we're picking up people from the related shows and we're getting word of mouth referrals and or people talking about it in forums uh So we do get traffic from Google. We do get traffic from Facebook. We get a lot of direct traffic, which means our
1: brand is strong. Which is amazing. That's the goal, right, to build an asset.
0: People talk about, I mean, they were talking about tag before we
1: were. Tag team, all this stuff. Yeah. There's a lesson there, which is to listen to what your people are saying about you and then roll with that.
0: Yeah, I'm going to change my name to Shrammels.
1: I think you should. Uh, <laughs> shrammy. shramagables. Don't people know about that? So, um,
0: and we're getting referrals from from uh, other sites there that uh, like Twitter and Fast Web Formula and Super, Super fast, fast Business, which we would expect. Um, probably in the beginning, a few more of my listeners came over early because they're already podcast listeners. Yeah, but that's about to change soon, and we'll talk about how that will happen. Uh, so, we're now getting a pretty consistent thing. What I did is take just a month's worth of stats, just to see what's happening now because it's a shorter window of 30 days. And over the last month, we got 1,133 unique visitors. Uh, But the thing is, about half the people coming to the site have already been there before. It's beautiful. Yeah, so the unique visitors are really interesting. These are people who haven't been to the site before. We're getting 4,500 page views. We are getting a bounce rate of about half. People stay for three and a half minutes. Which is interesting. It's a little bit short considering the length of our episodes. I'd love to think they're just going to the products page just to buy
1: things. It could be, but I doubt it. And you know, I think that has to do with the website not being where people really listen to this. It's not I the think, medium. I think that's for this. what
0: will reveal. But one interesting stat is we have we're getting 132 opt-ins a month, and that's converting at
1: 6.42 percent. So 6.4 of every hundred visitors, are giving us their email address. You should have been a mathematician. Poker, man. I played poker for a living. <laughs> I got the whole arithmetic thing going on. So I've
0: logged into uh, my Blueberry stats, and it was, it's interesting. I've actually I've had 606,000 downloads of various episodes, and I lumped them all into one because I'm able to sift and sort by episode and, and use the search features. And I, I want to get a sense of my overall marketing, so that's why I do it, because it's just simpler. And uh, I've actually reached almost 70,000 downloads in March when I was you know, ramping up and it's starting to stabilise a bit. But in fairness, I've probably been preparing for uh, this event and I've also travelled overseas a fair bit the month before for three weeks. But to, to have a consistent uh, 60-odd thousand downloads is, is good, but I'd like to be getting up to 100 crazy and the thing is even if they're for some of the other podcasts they all feed each other the better I go with my other podcasts the more people see the related feed and vice
1: versa and you also talk we talk about super fast business we talk about freedom ocean. that's
0: the whole point we, we're cross promoting but where people listen is interesting most people are using podcatchers and mobile web browsers and you know the web browser listeners is actually quite a low number compared to that yeah then tablets have started to get up there and uh, some mobile apps and some TV set boxes. And I would expect that that will actually increase think will. over time as people get faster internet. I couldn't use Apple TV as well on my old internet. It, like I'd have to decide what movie I want to watch next week and start the download, (laughs) but now I can actually choose something and then it will stream straight away. So I think as faster internet comes, we will see a change in the way that people consume, but the mobile one is really interesting. In in some countries, especially in Australia, you can get very fast mobile downloads, you know, massive speeds, and uh, that was interesting, but the actual web browsing is not nearly as high as the the actual podcatchers what is a podcatcher i have no idea but <laughs> so, uh, i think it's it's some kind of um, way that people pull in the podcast sure. other than the website so itunes there is by far number 1 and i would have expected that and the iphone is right up there and then we go down to browsers so itunes has got 162,000 of that 606 downloads is Directly in
1: iTunes. Wow, a good 34%.
0: Yeah. Now, I can't see Stitcher or it doesn't really even show. There's a couple of Androids there, but iPhone just smashes it. And it, iPhones is, I don't know if you're aware, but in Australia, I think 50% of all phones Owned are iPhones. iPhones. It's wow. very high market saturation. But the browsers are down there in the 30,000s and uh, 15,000 for the various different browsers. Um, in terms of where people are listening, I was quite surprised by this, but my United States market is the biggest market. And I mean, I, I know there's a lot of people over there, but this really, you know, I expect that a podcast is going to rank really well in my geographic region and where, my, where people will relate to it. But the North American market just has that volume and you can't deny we just, yeah. But up. it's good for you as a partnership because you're tapping into this um, Aust- Australia, <laughs> Oceania region, and you're picking up UK listeners because a lot of my audience are UK as well.
1: Another w- one of the reasons this partnership is so good for me is I get to tap into a whole market segment that I wouldn't otherwise have access to. Yep.
0: And that will actually come back my way um, as your fame and... and um At the moment, you've got every famous internet marketing guy on the planet telling people to buy your product. So the difference between last week and next week will be dramatic for your name brand value. Yeah. But when you came on board, we knew this was coming.
1: We did. So it's been a six-month wait. Yeah, and and it was, this kind of going back, but it was one of the things we talked about before I joined Silver Circle.
0: It was. It was. Um, could I help Ezra prepare this product and and um, make it work? And actually, we. I remember we were doing the how to prepare, how to frame a product training. I, I actually showed you the whiteboard on a, on like a face cam, and um, we. I reviewed your uh, download reports. Gave
1: my tore comments. it up. Here's here's what happened. Is when I decided I wanted to uh, do information marketing and sh- and be be in the space of creating and sharing information. I looked around at all the people in my community who were doing that. And I found the person who I thought was doing it in a way that had the most integrity and looked like the most fun and looked like the best business model. And I asked them to teach me how to do it.
0: Yeah. And that's so, how I ended up with it. And how's the launch going? So it's like launch day today.
1: Yeah. We had the cart the cart broke down this morning, but we're doing quite well now. We're over 1,000, I think probably over 2,000 units sold now. Uh, it's going really well.
0: Well done, man. It's a couple of yeah. thousand sales. And that's, that's, in, that's in a matter of hours. Uh, that's like today. That's, that's just a short period. Okay, so I went and had a look at some stats just for the top episodes in May. And our recent episodes, like 15, 16, and 18, they're getting downloaded in uh, t- 2018. 2,857 times, 2,700 times. Um, interestingly, people must be listening to it more than once.
1: Yeah, a lot of people do, and and I think that's smart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, then I dove back into the archives and I had a look at some of the earlier Whoa. episodes. And surprisingly... Look at
1: episode one.
0: Episode one's coming up to 6,000th download dog. Uh, from the 21st of January. So this really, at the time of recording, has been... A six-month project. Yeah. But here's where the leverage and the compound effect comes in. This is a six-month-old podcast. If we can just put out an episode each week, at the end of a year, we're going to have a great library and these older episodes, uh, this is what happens with a podcast. If someone finds your podcast at episode 30 or 40... They go back. They go and start at the beginning. They're like, oh, this is cool. I wonder what it was like in the old days. And they'll go back and we constantly refer to the various episodes a few ways. One is we specifically refer to it. Like we will say, oh, I remember episode one. In fact, I remember before we turned on the recorder, I said, just keep in mind that people will come and listen to this episode. Yeah,
1: you said that. You, yeah, that was one of the things... that scared the crap out of you, didn't it? I did. <laughs> I was very nervous. If you listen to episode one, I'm bumbling and fumbling around. I was extremely nervous for that episode. Yeah, and you should see Ezra now. He's like a cool cat <laughs> falling off the couch. Yeah. So
0: um, <laughs> the other thing that we do is we take comments. And in the comments, Ezra's very deliberate, I think, to mention which episode they're commenting about. Yeah. And people will, will get that interest in the episode and go back and have a look at or listen to that episode.
1: I want to I want to encourage consumption of this podcast in any way that I can because I think it's because I'm a big fan of it myself.
0: And why why are you a
1: big fan of it? Well, I think because it's me talking.
0: <laughs> but I also I also Truly. Like I, I could swear we're in the wrong chair here. I actually enjoy the show because it's it's fun and I That's laugh and no, it's enjoyable. I, I like know, normally I'm I should be the one saying because it makes money. Or... I was just
1: kidding. Because number okay. First of all, if we look back at the, when we started this podcast, it was not a um it was not for the our profit was not our number one goal here. It wasn't like we were like, how can we make some money? That no, was not the agenda that was shouldn't like, be either, you know. It was more like this looks like something fun that we could do, and and I think that that's why this podcast has been so effective because our, of course we're we're the of course we're going to figure out how to monetize whatever we're doing because that's just what we do, but the agenda is not to take people's money. The agenda is to talk about interesting concepts that will have positive impact on people's lives.
0: I, th- I think it's uh, you know when I purchased this domain a long time ago. I know. Think, act, get—that—that that it, it was exactly what I had in mind. I just—I'm fascinated by this whole concept that it can be that simple. That whatever you think about will determine how you behave, and it results in what you get. And a lot of people don't take responsibility for what they're getting, I and mean, they don't—they don't, they don't want to look at how they're thinking. And, and you see this in society. But we've covered that in other episodes. Let's yeah. stick to topic.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, We've had 368 people subscribe to the podcast
1: via email. And that, is, that is not a big audience. No, but let me tell you one thing about small audiences, doesn't no matter how big your email list is, when I launched my mastermind, I had 300 people on my email list. I have 10 people in that mastermind, and it's, it's an expensive mastermind. But our 368 contacts are diehard tagged, and, fans. And they,
0: and they have even family members who are. There's That's a lot of kids sitting in the back seat <laughs> listening to these episodes. Yeah,
1: and I think it. I think it doesn't matter that, it, that it's small.
0: I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I'm just going to not
1: mention <laughs> it It's the motion of the ocean. So anyway. <laughs>
0: Got to love a live podcast. Yeah. And,
1: you know, keep up for the sex episode if you're interested in that kind of stuff. We will be talking about whether size matters. We will absolutely be talking yeah, about still,
0: that. I'm still expecting your mum to just, to you know, come down the corridor. and So anyway, uh, so we, we have a products page and that was, so, we didn't even put a products we had nothing on there in the beginning because it wasn't important. Yeah. The, the main purpose of the podcast was to just get up and running in momentum <laughs> and see if anyone actually liked it. Now that, now that we have an audience, the product that we have up there is two products. One is Ezra's product, and we actually use Ezra's link for Box Report.
1: This was, this was what we were talking about beforehand. I said, Hey, man, let, or I think you even said, let's put a link. I don't think I even brought it up. I think it was your idea. Yeah, I said,
0: let's put your link to the Brown Box report yeah. on think, At, get
1: And I tried to resist and I said, no, nah, man, let's put your link because really you've done most of the promotion to generate the, the user base that we have. But you insisted and I'll tell you one thing. If people are trying to give you money, you should just accept it. So, <laughs> hey. Yeah, so
0: um, so that that money goes to Ezra. And that's the whole point. If If there's one thing I learned from the previous podcast is that if the partner's not getting financially rewarded from it, they don't they just lose interest in it. So, I want Ezra to be very excited about Think at Get because I like turning up each week to record it. But also, I'm in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, well, all the best marketers in the world—no, actually, can I rephrase that? All the biggest marketers in the world, most popular marketers the most, within the our most community. well-known ones, yeah. are sending Ezra's their customers. And Ezra's a partner of mine and he has a podcast which he can't help but mention to those people at some point. And I would love to be the beneficiary of a a joint list from all the other marketers that they've sent to Ezra that he shares with me. Doesn't that sound like a good idea? So I'm happy just to defer the cash because hopefully they'll find out about my other products and services at some point. And I can wait a long time for this. I
1: I can wait a year or two. And I'm an evangelist of your – you know, like I promote – you because I find your products and services to be extremely valuable and I want to help the people who follow me get the results they want and pushing them over to you helps them do that and that's it. so it,
0: when when Ezra has a product it's Ezra's link and I'm totally cool with that and and I've got a decent responsive audience and, and no doubt on them we know they're buying the product yeah, 40 some odd so far yep uh, so and or they intend to and they get you know maybe they're asleep or whatever but the thing is Sometimes it's better to just take take the slow path for a better payoff. That's that's the point that I want to make there. Uh, the other thing on the products page is our uh,
1: what is it retreat lifestyle business retreat on the North Shore of Oahu, Hawaii. So we're September. not going to pitch that
0: hard here because okay. there's a section for that. All right, I'm just going to rain you in there, Bucko. No, we'll right, but we'll we'll come back to that. But. In a case anyone's interested in having a look at that page, they can go to the products page at ThinkCatGet and see whatever's there at the time. Someone might be listening to this in two years from now. That's the the long term uh, thing, and they might, "What are you guys talking about?" Yeah, so well, we, we might be having
1: another one at that
0: point. When you do a podcast, you have to keep in mind how long these things last. You know, I get support requests sometimes from the early episodes of some of my other podcasts, and they say, "Is such and such still relevant?" or Whatever so i'm always mindful maybe I, if I can evergreen my ideas a little bit that's good, and I think our show generally is a it's really evergreen, evergreen. yeah
1: it's very very evergreen. Well, tell us about this section, Ezra. We have we are at the weekly willpower wager. I lost my voice, uh, so you know one of the things about a podcast it's good to have a consistent structure, and so when we were putting together this podcast, we created a few things that we could have in every episode that would have people you know, that people could participate with that we could just do on a weekly basis. And one of the things was the weekly willpower wager and that came out of our first episode which was about willpower. So we have uh, uh, something that we would like you to try out over the next week and um, come back and report to us how it went. And this is really consistent with what uh, happens in masterminds
0: and goal setting and achievement is there's a strong link between frequency and... Um, also, keeping things very simple, like down to the minimum. So, by just having one thing a week, it—it's. I guess we're sharing the tip that's worked best for us in our business, and people actually post comments about what they've done, which is awesome. It's amazing. So we we um, we have a news and update section as well. Do we want to give the wager? Well. If you've got one there, I do. Yeah, I didn't even so, read get, it. How get really? out
1: there and get on a podcast. <laughs> we want you to get out there and get on a podcast. Find some podcasts that you like that are relevant to your community that have the correct format that fit what you want to talk about and request to be a guest. See what it's like to get on the line and talk about a topic or a concept that's relevant to your community. You all have businesses of some kind who are listening to this. Test the, maybe test the waters out, do an audio recording with a friend and post it to your blog. You can skip the whole podcast setup and everything we just talked about, but it would be interesting to see if you like the medium of hopping on the line and talking about something that you think might be relevant to your community. That is just so lovely. Someone is bringing me a cup of tea. At least I hope they're bringing oh, me a cup of tea. Thank, Thank you Andrew, so much.
0: Andrew Bushman.
1: I like that That's awesome. Uh, hey. Uh, so it, you might be interested, you might... You might find it interesting how much you like to talk. Something worth testing out. So, your 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 wager for this week is to get out there and even interview yourself. Just talk for an hour about something. <laughs> Doesn't matter what it is, uh, and let us know how you went with it. There you go. And I hey, want to. Can I say one other thing? Because no, the,
0: absolutely not. I gotta not, do that. No, no, of course.
1: So I was feeling a little <laughs> bit self-conscious as I read that out because usually on these podcasts, the community cannot see the notes I make. And one of the things that I do when I'm writing, like when you listen to me go on a crazy run on Think, Act, Get, I usually type that stuff, like I'm very stream of consciousness, so I'll type out all my thoughts and then I'll I'll, I'll basically have it there to read and then it, and, and add stuff on. So it was an interesting experience to be reading one of these runs that I'd written out out and having people watch me do it. It was just a weird experience. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm really interested
0: in how you do this. I, I just don't write like that. If I have text like that, it will first come out of my mouth and be dictated and yeah. transcribed. I don't write first and then talk it. So I'm always fascinated how, A, you prepare these
1: things every week, and, B, you can just read naturally as if you're saying it. Yeah, well, it's because, it, because, because the way that I write, this is why I, I can't... This is why anything that you've ever read that I've written, like anything that I've ever written was... Or tried to read. Or tried to read, <laughs> like James in James's case. It's hard to read because the way that I write is how I speak. And the English language, it's different reading something and hearing it. So I write exactly as if I was talking to you like this. And it doesn't make sense to read that, but it makes perfect sense for me to read it and say it because it's exactly what I would say.
0: Yeah, and I, I basically don't have... Bullets for me. I just 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 make it
1: up. It's amazing. Uh,
0: So, we have um, on our site, we collect voice audio stuff. We have um, SpeakPipe. Voice audio sounds stupid. Voice audio sounds pretty good. SpeakPipe is uh, some software and it lets people leave a voice message. And people do, they ring up and leave a message. Mm. So, one of our processes is we just go and check SpeakPipe and we drop those audios into a Dropbox. Ezra will listen to them, and then we'll write a response. or He will write a response.
1: And and what I'll do is I'll write a little note so that we can, because we can't listen to it while recording the podcast, but we can see the main points that they made so that we can record that. And then we'll make an edit to Tita and say, please drop in this.
0: And she'll just add the audio. So we we basically say, all right, uh, let's drop in that um, listener comment from such and such here, and then we pause, and then we answer it as if we've just listened to it. So it's a little bit of a, a trap. In fact, first, one of the early edits, they, uh, they actually caught our editing notes and left them in. So we had to edit them out again. That sounded a bit um, interesting. So we have the news and updates section, which is where we sort of talk about our, that's the product section, I suppose, yeah, it, where we talk about
1: what's happening. It's kind of where we plug what's going on for either of us or both of us. And so we're going to give you the news and updates for this episode, which is that we, as you know, we're at FastWeb Formula Live right now. So, if you haven't yeah, checked doing out, that,
0: you're doing your radio voice again.
1: I, I do my. Sometimes I do my radio this voice. This is
0: special voice reserved for this. I, d- I did it at the show. beginning
1: of this show. Did you guys hear that? I did the whole thing. So, check the members area. If you're not a member of Fast Web Formula, what are you doing? You should be a <laughs> member of that. Of that forum. It, I'm joining. Awesome. You got. You've that's got. Uh, to. That's
0: a note there. That's John. Welcome, John. Welcome, John. Uh,
1: John. John Burns, John Burns is a new, the newest member of Fast Web Formula. And if you want to talk to John Burns, he's in there. I'm in there. I mean, it's just a great forum. It's my favorite forum in the um, It's my favorite one as well. Marketing community. Pro- as, as well as Silver Circle. Yeah, I, and there's great forums out there. But it's a good no, one. So anyway, um, the
0: recordings of, of these go in there, the video version of it. Yeah. You know, oh the, really? Well, we got did you notice there were cameras? I just
1: was not I'm trying to ignore that. <laughs> trying to be well, I was wondering how
0: you did the intro so seamlessly when you muff up and went in the privacy of your own home. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> stick you to your cameras good, I'm there. Good under pressure now. I'm good. I, I I work under pressure. Right. So uh we actually um we generally will play play a thing, but we're not gonna do that today because <clears throat> I don't think we've have we listened to any? Have you made some notes about it? No, I haven't. No, no actually,
1: yes. When we get to the comments section, right. you'll so see. So, there will
0: be. So, we'll, we'll talk about the Hawaii Lifestyle Retreat in a future episode. i think yes. we we'll to flog that horse. Yeah. Uh,
1: Brown Box Formula, we, we can't miss that one because it's timely. It's timely. The next seven days, brownboxformula.com, you can check out my course. There's over 3,000. Like,
0: that's extraordinarily short for a, long, a lifetime podcast. Well,
1: what, what's going to happen in a year from now? Good point. Time? It's an evergreen product. It will always be available.
0: Well, how about how about you go on to the products page on on ThinkActGet, and we'll put a link to whatever's relevant.
1: Much better idea. Yeah. All
0: right.
1: dot com so. products page. Find out about that. Beautiful.
0: Uh, okay, and in that product, see. Oh, by the way, I talk about Ezra's products, and he talks about mine, so it's not so self-promoting. Yeah. It's just, Have you noticed that? But and it wasn't like we deliberately decided to do that, but I think it's just it's just courtesy. Yeah, it's better. So, Ezra's. Um, He's he's actually been manning Facebook comments while he's been flying here and and also speaking about e-commerce and coming to all the meals and meeting people. He's he's really put in a huge effort. He's had over 2,000 comments on the page for this product. And in that, he did a little case study where he built a business live and he got a positive ROI. Uh, Can you just... I am curious about that. Aside from, like, not pitchy, but just tell me what... Was that
1: pressure to have to do a case study? It was scary because I had seven days. It took me two days to build the platform out. It took me a third day to get the advertising campaigns did up. Did you just did it yourself? you have assistants? Or? Well, this one I actually had to do myself because I told them I was going to do it myself. Normally I would have other people do it, but since I had no, I mean, I, I did outsource the designing of the images and banners and stuff, but I actually uploaded all the products myself and all that. Um, and... So I had four, five, six, I had four days to not only make a sale, but to generate a profit. Right. And so day four came and went, and I hadn't made a sale. I started to freak out. Because number one, if I can't do that, what business do I have teaching this stuff? Exactly. Fraud. Exactly. And so I thought to myself, well, if I can't pull this off, then it's going to be a real bummer for my partners in this launch, because that's going to kill the launch. But... I don't, you know, it, I don't know, man. It was pressure, but day, end of day four, I got the first sale and then it just started rolling in. And I always thought I could do it. And it was more like I would like, you know, it was a dangerous, it was dangerous. It to, was a stunt. It was a stunt. And could I could have, have gotten could have been,
0: burned. Right. But, it, but it I worked, had confidence yeah. in well, myself. Well done, mate. I think
1: that's wonderful. Uh, so, and let's just say one more thing on that real quick, can I? Of course. Great. It's your show. Why was I confident about that? I did my research ahead of time. I was very confident that I could make that market work because of all the effort I put in up front to pick that market. I had seven days to, to build the store and make the sale. I had two months to find the right market. So, you know, It's that's like a, a magic good, trick. Yeah, exactly. You time to
0: build the box with the saw.
1: Not exactly. I knew... But I, it, I,
0: even in saying it, two months and seven days, it's still nice to be able to, with knowledge, to be able to build something and make a return. When some people would, they probably take years before they even lift Do their first anything because they're just waiting and waiting and consuming and consuming.
1: Well, people are scared to take action. And one of the interesting things that you see about people who have success in any area is they, for the most part, went in there and did something and then they saw some kind of result. And then based on that result, they did something else. And that's just kind of how it works. Think, okay. There you go. So
0: we have the, uh, we've got some comments.
1: Yep. Uh, So we're going to start. We're going to read out the comments and respond to them. So first, we have Brad on the habits episode, and he says, great episode, guys. It got me thinking of our little habits. In the last 48 hours, I've worked with my kids to get some better personal habits. Anyone with kids knows that simple things like eating veggies and brushing their teeth can be quite painful. We've put in place some reminders and some rewards to try to help them build our habits with these simple day-to-day tasks that should be more automatic. Thanks again, guys. Keep up the good work, and looking forward to seeing you at Fastwood Formula Four. Cheers, Brad. So, where's, Brad, where's Brad's Brad? Brad? Here, hey? Hey. hey, all right, so man. Yeah, That's well cool. Done, Incentivizing your kids to uh, brush their teeth—that's a good habit to get into. Carol, Carol
0: uh, made a comment on the habits episode. Hi, guys. Great show. You've inspired me to look at my habits, assess, and correct. Have already implemented a few new actions that will become habits. So stoked about feeling more in control. By the way, I would never want to be anything other than what you are, but not everyone me included. Shares the humor about the sexy Jesus joking. Again, who's laughing? Why are you laughing? Then? And again, I don't expect you to change, but wanted to give you my perspective. I've always gleaned a lot from each show and look forward to the next one, Carol. And Carol's always commenting. She's a, she's she's a, a fantastic
1: awesome fan. listener. Yep. And I will say, it would be one thing if we just came up, we just started joking about Jesus. The truth of the matter is I was invited to be in a sexy Jesus calendar. That's a fact that happened. I don't think we're like deliberately just joking about it. That's just something that happened and then it took on a life of its own. Yeah, and and I don't know, should I feel guilty that I think that is hilarious? (laughs) I don't think so. I don't I just, I just... I think it's one of these memes that you just can't stop. It's got a life of its own now. People are, uh, in Fast, another reason to join Fast Web Formula, people are actually submitting their own sexy Jesus pictures. (laughs) It's true, sad, but true.
0: And uh, I found that old picture of you with, with uh, yeah, like in a fight at, pose. At, at Dory's event, yeah. So anyway, um, I don't know. What is your thought? Should should
1: No, I think that my thought is on this that y- you've got to let things take the shape they're going to take and not try to control them. And if people enjoy the fact that I was invited to a sexy Jesus calendar and they like it, then... We don't, maybe we don't have to talk about it quite as much because we love Carol, but I think it's going to continue to come up, so you can't be betrayed by what's... It's like being betrayed by this thing you know is going to happen sets yourself up for betrayal, whereas if you know this is coming, you don't have to be betrayed by it. People like that. They're going to talk about it. It's going to happen. Hey. Well, I think
0: I, I like that Carol said she doesn't expect us to change. Right. Because probably, well, you can't change well, it because it exists. No, I, I, we'll see a comment where we do change sometimes. But my point
1: is that we don't have the control over this because people are going we to do. talk about it. I could, I could not. drop not sexy in the Jesus episode. jokes
0: anymore. But I, I do think it's as funny as the bananas or the ears or the big nose. Yeah, or, I guess we do have control like over it. there are, there are just things that I, you know, if we need to lift the moment, yeah. we can drop it in there. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, she knows she's not asking us to change. She's not, but she did. She, she's just saying, hey, I, I, I don't. And, but, and we already know that not everyone's going to like everything we do. Right. So that's,
1: she's just letting us know. So thank you. Bringing our attention to that. Yeah. yeah that's good. Thank you, Carol. The, David on the Habits episode wrote a long comment. He said, another great show, guys. I, I, I find I can't resist listening to it once it pops up in the ah, iTunes. So that's, that's how they find out. It just yeah, it pops just up. pops up. James, I really thank you for your direction on selling. previous podcasts. In another life, I spent about a year selling karate memberships door-to-door. hi It was all about the hard sell. This led me to think, I cannot sell and I hate selling if this is what it's all about. These days, I'm an architect and I've started a new practice about 12 months ago. The fact is, when I have people approach me interested in my services, it's hard not to be passionate about what I love doing. And your tip on spin selling is just great. I have to go through much of this to understand and develop a solution for each client anyway. But I'm always in the situation of having to sell ideas to people or groups of people. And a bit, so a big thanks and keep up the great work. I'll check back in when I can show some evidence of my habit and I'll be working on developing it. And Also, Ezra, you're great too. Tag wouldn't be what it is without you providing the juicy subjects that are discussed. Off to form some useful habits. Nice one, David. Excellent.
0: So, I like that people are they're implementing.
1: Yeah, take an good. idea. I think it's such an interesting thing to come from a hard sell background and move into a soft sell um, business. It's just such a more ple, much more pleasurable.
0: Yeah, and and people have a a thing about selling, but I I think selling is really straightforward. That it's just helping people change to a better alternative was situation. It, was
1: it you who gave me the book Selling is Human? No. But I'll it. take credit
0: for it if it was it's good. A, it's a good book. <laughs> no, it's a good book. It wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Um, ben commented on the control episode. Hi, guys. I love your podcast so much. I've listened to it just about everywhere. So we asked people where they listen to the podcast, which was interesting. Uh, at the gym, doing uni work, you name it. I'll, I'll, uh, if I find it, even though I'm just an undergraduate in the second year, the podcast inspires me every week and constantly sparks new ideas for the future. You both speak well and deliberately... And the hilarious spontaneous moments really spice it up. I like how personable the podcast is and you really make a point of making it easy, uh, make it for the listener and we feel special as a result. I do. I uh, think any swears should be censored with a discreet beep. Of course, we all know the words very well, but by doing this, a larger spectrum of listeners can be included into your audience. I think it also gives a sense of humility that you would go to the trouble and edit your audio just in case someone is offended by occasional swears. Just my two cents. Thanks again. It was actually the very first podcast I got into. Now I'm addicted to informative and comedic podcasts, (laughs) the same one, but particularly this one, this is not a habit I want to break. Cheers, Ben. Well, there's one guy who's for
1: us, bleeping out swears. Oh, there's... uh, well, here's one here. Sid. Sid on the episode about control, which is one of my favorite episodes so far, by the way. Don't worry about the swearing. It happens so infrequently on your that it's not just worth worrying about. I don't know what I that think means. It, was, it was probably was that it was a effing podcast or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we prefer no swearing, but hey, we found that censoring swear words and reacting strongly to them gives them more meaning, power, and energy. Oh. If we energize the words, children learn that they can gain power Uh, They can gain the power of triggering strong emotional reactions if they use them. Now, that's interesting. We choose not to react to them at all if they happen around our three-year-old. So far, she's not dropped one because they get no reaction from us. Brilliant. Can't say the same for our friends. We're not naive. We know that she'll eventually learn that they trigger strong reactions with some people, and we'll test them out. This is the ultimate show about keeping it real while growing personally. You get smart people thinking. I can't think of a more profound compliment for your show. With best regards, Sid in Canada. That's very fascinating.
0: It's cool. I, I like that idea. That um, excuse me, but it's, it reminds me of when a kid trips over. And if the parents too quick to comfort them and yeah, get start all yeah they, they burst cried. into tears. Otherwise, you just say, come on, get up, mate, and um, don't give it too much attention. It's the same technique, it is. but I haven't heard it applied to swearing because yeah, we haven't cool. we haven't applied it to swearing so much. Um, but anyway, moving <laughs> right along, um, Matt on control. Keep the swearing for whatever reason it makes the show feel more engaging for me. Thank you for the great work, Will. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, and sorry. And Will's, Will here is uh, keep the swearing, be real, and don't cater to the people brainwashed by societal norms. Is that, That's really weird because tomorrow I had a slide about societal norms and how it's okay to buck the trend. Mm. But I mean, it's normal in society to swear occasionally.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll see. Chris says, definitely my favorite part. I don't know what episode this is on. Definitely my favorite part was the singing and the swearing. Nice new logo. What I love about you, James, is that you take on board what your listeners say and you make changes. The polo shirts, the logos, and I'm sure countless other examples. Although this might be a bit annoying at times, you still do it anyway. It's a tricky one with swearing. It's not like you're constantly doing it. I guess certain societies different from others. Actually, a beeping sound effect is that Actually, a beeping sound effect is actually quite funny. Ezra, I love your brown box formula training. Hope to see a paid course soon. Cheers, Chris. Hey, man. So, then we've got don't beep it, beep it. A lot more people are saying don't
0: beep it. Yeah, look, what it means, I don't think we've got, I don't think we have a landslide that we've been out of control. We swear so infrequently. Yeah. I don't think I've swore. I swore one time in the acknowledgement episode. I got too excited in the acknowledgement episode. (laughs) So, it's time to shift gears a bit
1: here. We're going to think about it.
0: Yeah, so this is where we do a quote, and you always do the quote for me. And then I quite often, by the time I get to this part of the show, I usually overwrite it with a quote that I'd rather have. Yeah. Uh, Did this you overwrite one of the, this one? Yeah, I overwrite yeah, this yeah, one. Yeah, it looks like it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, So, uh, because if I'm going to mention a quote that I like, it, it really has to, you know, if it's you're writing on my behalf, I feel I can take more editorial control there.
1: Yeah, you've gone for some of mine in the past.
0: Yeah, but I haven't changed yours yet. No. no. <laughs> I mean, you're welcome to. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> so the best way to predict your future is to create it, uh, Abraham Lincoln. That guy was controversial. So what, what's that got to do with podcasting? I well, know it's my quote, but, you, but you know, you've sort of... Sure. It was a future quote there.
1: Yeah, well, you know, we have a desired result. And instead of waiting around to see what could, if that thing will come into fruition, we put in a system. We've thought, we've acted, and then we will get. Oh, case closed. No more questions, Your Honor. Uh, so what's your quote? I don't know who it's by, but courage <laughs> and willingness to just go for it, whether it's a conversation or a spontaneous trip or trying new things that are scary are really attractive qualities. This might be a quote that I just made up. But the, the
0: <laughs> I, was, this quote, I saw a, a post the other day. Did you see that post in the Facebook group we're in? And someone said, how do I politely tell um, someone that they shouldn't put their own quote at the end of every chapter of their own book, that they look like a douche? And, <laughs> I, saw uh, that. I saw that. So, um, well, Ezra's now quoting himself. That's yeah. cool.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, <laughs> this is a very important
0: uh, topic here. We covered this today, actually, at, at uh, about change, yeah. managing change, and
1: and having. To, I you know. I, th- I want to talk about attractiveness because there's a difference between good looking and attractive, right? There's a fundamental difference between those two things. It's very attractive to be willing to go for what you want. That is an attractive quality in a person, someone who can see what they want and is willing to move in that direction. And uh, we all want to be attractive people. And it's it serves you and the other people around you to figure out what you want and try to get it. Nice. Okay, so... Oh, dang. This is the second episode in a row. I didn't give you a tip.
0: That's okay. I'll just make one up. All right. So what's the topic of our... We're doing podcasts. Podcasts. Right. So, I, I mean, I could, I could fall back on a previous thing I said and just pretend that I put that tip in there. But I think that the tip is if you're going to tackle podcasts... Uh, Keep in mind that people will go back. So make an effort to make the first podcast quite good because it's your first chance to get that impression and it sets the foundation. And don't be afraid to re record it because people will only hear what you put out there and you could have you could have done it five times if you want to just to get it off to a good start. If you truly think this thing's gonna go for five or ten or twenty episodes, just Get your first episode going well because uh, people do go back, and it it can kickstart more listens than just an ordinary one.
1: Yeah, and and you know we've scrapped a few episodes.
0: We did. We if we just didn't feel right, we just redid it, uh, and we've and we've edited little bits and pieces that that yeah. shouldn't have gone like the yeah,
1: Thing you mentioned earlier. Yeah, my address, um, <laughs> which was I don't know why I was. This was just. It just very giving, and yeah, you know, it's strange. Uh, All right, my tip.
0: Ezra likes drop-in visitors, (laughs) all hours. (laughs) New York is a very small
1: town. (laughs) It is. It really is. Anyways, uh, my tip is is has to do with podcasting as well, and it has to do with any media that you are producing as someone who creates content for a community, and that is to. Talk about what you find interesting, what comes to mind for you. Talk about what you want to talk about because far more compelling than anything you think people want to hear is what you actually think. Your unique take on whatever is going on in your community is what is going to be the most effective for you from a content perspective. And there's too many examples to list with tag alone. Nice.
0: So this part in the uh, podcast, this is where we start to get into the the summary, and we sort of alternate this, don't we? We, You've been doing it lately. Yeah, I've been tackling it. Well, I do the opening, you do the close. It's kind of worked that way. Something like that. So so we just, again, we just have a little reminder that we've been talking about mindset, behavior, and results, and that the focus is on improving your life and your business. So everything is directed towards you, our listener. We want you to get results.
1: And one thing we like to say at the end, is, and that we genuinely feel, is that, you have so many things you could be doing, yet you're choosing to spend some time with us. And we really, truly appreciate that. And And that is why we work so hard to produce the best material we possibly can because we don't take your time lightly. We value it. Man, you're going to make someone cry. It's a <laughs> It's... We
0: should also mention, you know, like partly your voice is starting to fade because you've just jammed out lost. a huge e-commerce presentation. lost my voice. And I did offer you to switch modules and I could have covered something else for you to rest your voice for tomorrow. But Ezra said, Power damn through. it, we're going in, we're doing this Well, podcast, we set so. the
1: plan, we committed to it.
0: And I like that. We you know we back each other with that commitment. So we've been talking about podcasting that it is fast becoming the most popular media format and medium amongst entrepreneurs and intellectuals. Art school students, really?
1: Art school students, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they really uh,
0: like with podcasts. the goal of... Art school students. <laughs> uh, with the goal of furthering <laughs> their knowledge in any one specific... <laughs> what? Anyway.
1: They do. They're, bi- they're so big into they're it. They're huge into it. it. And
0: lumberjacks in Norwegian. <laughs> uh, <regions>. So... Uh, <laughs> So, um, <clears throat> podcasts, what are they really?
1: Where do they come from? Why the sudden resurgence? Uh, were they big before?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: When they first came out, they were so popular and then they kind of died off. They're very much along the same parallel with what's happening in e-commerce. All of a sudden, podcasting is now coming back. I don't know why. Well I, I meant to ask you why the sudden resurgence.
0: I don't know. Well, I didn't even know they are resurging. No, that's fantastic. Totally... Um, Probably well, certainly in this neck of the woods, there's a lot of people in this. What? What?
1: I figured. I'm oh, sorry,
0: I, I, sorry, I, uh, listener, listening to the audio version. There was a physical movement there, so the I difference. cannot. I'm still
1: trying to ascertain. I, I won't interrupt you. I just was excited about what I thought. What? <laughs> 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 and pray tell, what was that? That. That I believe that one of the reasons they're becoming popular again is they became really popular when the iPod first came out and everyone had that media. We saw
0: the iPhone Exactly. That's what I'm saying is now
1: everyone has these devices now and that's why it's coming
0: back. And and by the way, for the benefit of our um, our listeners at home and for the people in the audience, we're going to take five minutes of questions. So if someone has a question about podcasts, be a good time to line up at the question microphone and you're going to be part of the show, so
1: uh, that's cool. And we've come to the end of the show, it's Q&A, right? Correct, but we're going to record that. i got to pee. <laughs> Unbelievably badly. <laughs> oh, uh, you take the well, first couple of questions. Bill, I can't wait eight minutes. I'm going to take the questions. I'll be right back. Uh, this, is a, this is a world first, folks. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I thought the laptop thing was hilarious earlier today. So just before we came on, Ezra, do you need to use the bathroom? No, man, I'm fine. It's all cool. All right, so uh, I'll just finish saying, how could they be affecting your business and your life? That's what we've been looking at in this episode of Think at Get, but it's not quite over yet, so we do have some listener questions live. Hello, I'm Kate. Hello, James. Um, Ezra's chair. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, all lots of podcasts. I think I first found you in Freedom Motion and followed you into Think Act Get. In both those podcasts you do it with a co-host and I'm, I noticed quite a few others have, have co-hosts where if one of them can't do it that week they interview somebody they do all that. So would you recommend if I wanted to do a podcast that I find somebody to sort of share that burden with and get that sort of banter going or I could just interview somebody every week? Well, I do both. So um, this is really interesting and and you've got to put some thought into the premise. One of the problems we had with Freedom Ocean is that Tim didn't want to be the guy asking the questions after a certain point. The fun of that wore off and, um, you know, I can see why that was an issue. It's fine for me because I was always the expert in the beginning um, in the premise now in reality Tim is really smart with his marketing and his small business and he, in his other show where he's the solo host now he used to have a co-host. Hmm. So he's got small business big marketing and he interviews people and it's an expert show and that can go forever. Uh in Freedom Ocean we ran into that trouble but it's still we've sort of migrated the ideas around still covering it but making a small parallel. In Think Ac, Get I think we Set it up well. We found we both committed to frequency, so that we could actually continue to record. Because that was the biggest frustration that I was trying to resolve. So if you pick somebody, pick someone who's in it for the longer haul, because there's a lot of shows where they start off with two and then someone changes, and it just it just loses something. It's not quite the same. But I think it can. For me, it's, it's far more interesting. in it. I mean how could you have someone so interesting and entertaining like, like this? I couldn't, I couldn't make this stuff up by myself. So this is more interesting and fun for me than my own solo show. But my own solo show, to its credit, to Superfast Business, where I do interview experts and some of them in the room here, um, it gets a lot of downloads. Like the one I did with Victoria, I think, has had 9,000 downloads. You know, like interviewing experts is great, Doing your solo stuff's good. So it's going to come down to how, how listenable are you? Um, how, how's it getting the result that you want to get? And you could also have part-time guests. I've actually had Clay Collins on my solo episode many times now, probably five or six times. He's like my um, semi-permanent guest in that t- particular topic. So my audience really looked for those episodes. And I've now added an interviews widget on the sidebar, to help people find the ones where I'm doing it with someone else. And they're far more popular than just me talking.
1: I didn't hear the question,
0: but I, am I still on? Well, uh, we'll just give him some sound to you. I don't think they wanted to record you in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, probably better. Yeah, am I on now? <laughs> you're on.
1: I didn't um, hear the question, but one of the things I think that's <laughs> make interesting. Up I'm going to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that when you're thinking about podcasting, if you look at the popular podcasts, they have two formats. The first one is interview format, where it's one person in a community who interviews other people who who have viewpoints and thoughts on things that are going on in that community. And then there's the other format where it's two people consistently talking about subjects that relate to a community. So there's the interview model that's working really well right now, and there's the conversation model that's working really well right now. And here's one thing. You've got to be careful with the interview model um, to
0: try and be the expert Still, if you can, I know that people will say, "Oh, you know, you don't have to be the expert. You can interview experts." And yeah, it doesn't confer it, as much authority, does it? A lot of the experts won't won't talk to you anymore. Like someone, I'm just guessing, Seth Godin, for example. Unless you've mm. got something to bring to the table, just, mm. he's sick of just donating his power to people. I heard someone talking about it. So, John Lee Dumas has been quite clever. He started off as as not the expert, but he's now become an expert in having a very fast, rapid podcast show. And now he's got more clout to, to bring that and commercialise it. So try not to demean yourself too, too far down the totem pole if you're going to take the expert interview thing. Mm-hmm. If you can find a good partner, that's, I mean, this is my favourite podcast at the moment because it's the one that's most active and it brings out a whole new element <laughs> that my customers didn't know that that was inside me. And um, in some cases, probably even I didn't. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Kate. Yeah, hi, James. Hi, Ezra. My name's Peter. Um, I might have missed something there, but when you podcast each other, at the moment you're side by side in a couple of nice chairs, but when he's on the other side of the world, do you ring by phone or by Skype? Skype.
1: And, And what if he's got no good receiver or microphone? So if I'm trying to contact someone that may not have access to a computer, do I use a a phone? Do I ask them to go and buy a speaker or a microphone?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. If you're going to do the expert interview thing, you're going to have some fun. I interviewed an old school guy recently and what I did is set up a GoToMeeting webinar and sent him the link where he could dial in from a telephone. So uh, if you're finding less techie people, they might not even be familiar with Skype uh, so, get a you can get a landline number for them via GoToMeeting or a free conference call or whatever, and you can use the recording device there. But also, you should if if I'm using ScreenFlow on my Mac, I can actually record both sides now, and I can split them out and get them edited. Um, if they're Skype savvy, that's great. Use call recorder, and you can record both sides on your end, and you can get a pretty good line. If if they're hopeless and they can only just dial something. What I can do is my Skype in number. I can give them my, my US number. They can dial that on my website. I don't answer Skype. It comes through. Uh, or I can, a- I can answer Skype, sorry, and I can just record it with call Recorder there. So there's a few ways to go about it. And, and if you really uh, want high production values, what some people have done in the past is literally post a recording device like the Zoom to the person and giving them instructions to turn it on and record it and then have it posted back. And by the way, that's a great testimonial technique if you're ever interested, get some cheap cameras like the old flip cameras and mail it to someone as a gift and just ask if they could kindly make a little video with it to send back <coughs> about how good your product is.
1: Right. Thanks. Hey, guys.
0: Um, I've got a couple questions. Uh, one question is, do you measure the length of time that you keep people engaged in a podcast? So... You know, a half an hour, 45 minutes.
1: I don't think we do. We don't. No. We, we try to keep them under 45 minutes. Yeah. Which just seems to be difficult with the two of us. But we feel like that's a long enough time. But we don't. But it would,
0: an interesting stat for me uh, on this episode is how many people must repeat listen.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: the unique listeners ships a lot lower than the actual number of downloads so maybe it's pushing to their device plus they listen to it somewhere else or they have multiple devices but i don't i don't actually know how to measure that at this point but i don't think we have the ability to measure that well i'm sure someone would have the ability but i guess it's not that important it doesn't matter i'm looking at downloads per episode as a as a main metric there's there is a case for you know measuring too many things and had this classic exercise yesterday. We went around a room of twenty switched-on entrepreneurs and asked, you know, "What are you measuring in your business?" And we filled a whiteboard, like filled it with things that people are measuring. And we broke it down to three. Right? Well, after everyone went, I just rubbed out everything that I couldn't really care less about to get back to the minimum. Uh, and for me, it's just like, what's the bare minimum I need to know that that I can focus on that keeps driving the result that I want. So if engagement is important to you um, I'm not sure what tool you might use to to measure that. Yeah. I mean if it was a video I'd say wistia wistia wistia.
1: Yeah.
0: I'd say it three times because it's awesome. And then it'll appear in front of it'll you. appear. But yeah, I don't know. Yes, <laughs> no, we're we're definitely not. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And do how do you incent well do you incentivize people to leave reviews for your podcast and or do you just Leave it for your listeners. One of the incentives is that we read out the comments on this show, and we actually devote quite a section of the show to reading out the comments. Mm-hmm. And we have great feet. I mean, we were just FaceTiming our buddy Ethan before. You know, he's a massive fan of the show, and we we mention him in most shows. Yeah, we should he, make an effort to. We do. Um, and I know that he appreciates it. So you know, if we can touch I one person and make them feel like it's a good show and they look forward to it, that's cool. And, and I think. The general feedback we have is that anyone who we read out likes being read out. They feel special. Uh, I don't know what happens with the people we don't read out if they if they couldn't care less or not. But we, we, there's almost nobody we don't read out.
1: We read, we read yeah, but I mean, but hang on we're getting five,
0: four or five thousand podcast. Well, but downloads. people are aware. We haven't that, read that many, and if
1: they want to. I mean, so that's,
0: a, yeah, that's, the, if if they want to get read out, they can leave a comment. They can leave a comment. If, if you want to be in our show, you can come up to the mic and ask a question. <laughs>
1: yeah. and, and I think that, uh, Jackie, you know, Thanks. the way that we incentivize it is just by asking for it. We say, hey, we want to know what you think because we want to create the best show possible. And in order to do that, we need your feedback. And then they give it to us. Okay. Cool. Thanks. Thank you. That does it. That's think, act, get. Episode 21, baby. In the can. Thank you, everyone.
0: This has been another episode of Think, Act, Get with James Schramko and Ezra Firestone. For more tips and tutorials on how to grow your business faster, visit thinkactget.com and join the newsletter. It's free.